Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to NAPWIC Talk. It gives me great pleasure to be here with you this morning. I'm Jada Williams, your NAPWIC Talk host, host and chair of the National Association of Black Women in Construction, NAPWIC Talk's Blog Talk Committee. Just like the commercial just said, I have to ask you to follow, like, and share on all your different social media platforms that you are hanging out with NAPWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, or head over to our website at www.napwic.org and engage with us. Yes, check out our calendar, see all the different committees and events that we have going on where you can participate and volunteer, and of course, make sure you click that join now button. We want to see you at our next event in your red NAVWIC shirt. So that we can keep this show rolling and with your excitement included, we cannot wait to meet up with you. (laughs) So let's Get this party started. Also in the studio this morning, we have no other than the master builder herself, Ms. Ann McNeil, Jackie Perry of JP and Associates, and Ursula Odom of Sula Two, helping you with your book writing process. Good morning, Ursula. How are you? Morning, Jada. I am fine. Or at least that's what I will say to myself, so it will be so. <laughs> I'm looking yes, indeed. To yeah, so get this party started because you always do such a wonderful job, and today will be no different. Well, yes, ma'am. Thank you. Well, in the words of our master builder who is on the way and Ms. Ursula Odom, we're going to go ahead and get this party started this morning. We have a great interview with Ms. Dominique McNeil, one of our NAPWIC members that is a trailblazer in everything her finger touches. <laughs> Without any further ado, I'm going to close my mouth and let you get your notebooks, your pens out, and make sure you take notes. Ms. Dominique McNeil is full of golden nuggets this morning for you on NABWIC Talk. 
Yes, indeed. Today is such an exciting show with our special guest, Ms. Dominique McNeil, um, which is one of our NAVWIC members, Whiting and Turner, during our during this month's Black Business Month. So we are definitely celebrating, as we love to say on NAVWIC Talks, we are always making history every day, um, especially with our members like Ms. Dominique. Um, and who is assistant manager and four years the Black Resource Group and ambassador member of Construction Association of South Florida. And like Ms. Ann mentioned, she's in a slew of different organizations within the construction realm, within mentoring the youth, and of course one of our outstanding members at NAVWIC South Florida chapter and is now I come one of our South Florida board members. Um, and I am so excited to just get this interview off and rolling with you because this is our second conversation um, with Ms. Dominique McNeil here on NAPWIC Talk where she is giving an update and coming and telling us how she has put her boots on and took running in NAPWIC world. So good morning and welcome to NAPWIC Talk, Ms. Dominique McNeil. How are you? I'm doing good. I cannot complain. Thank you guys for having me on the show today. Of course. So I've told a little bit about you and the different organizations that you're involved in. Of course, I know that our listeners are picking up that you are that project manager. You are very hands-on with the youth. You have really great relationships with SAMU and mentoring there. How about you tell us a little bit about yourself currently, what you have going on, and how you came to do what it is you're doing. Why are you so passionate, Ms. Dominique, in everything that you're doing right now? Well, you asked a lot there um, as far as what I'm doing right now. Why do I do it? Um, <laughs> it's because of the background. <laughs> exactly. But why? where I come from, what I've been through, knowing that, you know, everybody's not allotted to the same resources, but, you know, I'm grateful and I thank God for the path that was paid for me to get here. Um, so that's why I do what I do, to make a way for others to follow in my tracks because, you know, one day we will retire and who do we leave this to? So, you know, you can't just make it and forget about everybody else. But um, as far as everything I'm involved in, um, I'm definitely involved in different initiatives and, you know, mentoring different things and something just came to my plate. Um I don't know if you really want me to go into detail just yet on everything because um, there is a long list of it. <laughs> I already know. But how about daughters, since you are involved in so much and you are a professional in the industry and a leader in NAVWIC, um, just share with us a day in the life of Dominique. Uh, what is that experience like? What are you doing throughout your day working on some of these initiatives? Because I know you'll hit them, um, you know, sharing your day. Um, well, I'll say depending on what day, of course, my job comes first as a, an assistant project manager or white attorney. You guys mentioned been there for four years. Um, I sit in on the field, guys, training different things, always trying to find ways to learn and grow in my field, become the best project manager possible, so that sometimes I take different meetings um, with the different associations. Of course, now with the National Association of Black Women in Construction, you guys know I'm also a part of the NAWIC, the National Association of Women in Construction, as well as CSF, the Construction Association of South Florida. 
I'm on different committees as well as I'm on the board. I'm co-chair and chair of different committees. So I have to be in these type meetings to push initiatives or give suggestions or ideas of things that we can do in this industry and present different job opportunities to bring more youth into um, the industry. But I also have to sit in emails, phone calls. A part of my job is my project. Like I'm, I'm going to be starting a new project, so I have to work my drawings, get familiar with specs. So, and then outside of that, after my work day is over, I still have to work with my association. So, I'm presenting flyers, creating those, promoting the different events. So it's a long day in the world with Dominique on the day. <laughs> to be honest, I I imagine. What do you enjoy most about your day? Um, I would say overall, like, I love what I do as a project manager. I, that's why I stick with it because somebody that have asked me if I had a choice to do anything else, what would it be? And I couldn't even give them an option. I love seeing things come together, so construction allows me to do that. So being involved with my project is what I love most. Um, and also with the community outreach, it, it involves the same thing. I'm putting something together and seeing it happen in front of me. So I think that's the best thing I love that I do every day. Okay, okay. I totally, totally love your energy, and you can passion with everything that you're doing. So you've been on the show before. What else have you um, to give us an update on as far as um, – the trainings and everything that you've noticed in the industry that has changed since the last time you've been on that far. Are, are we getting more um, new faces in, in deployment? Are the projects opening up? Are you seeing um, different companies um, being able to secure new opportunities? I would say since the last time I was on this show, I have noticed that the industry is paying more attention to diversity and opening up that gap. Um, I think they're starting to realize where checking off the box is not enough. Um, I would love to think I have helped with some of that. I've tried to push to get companies more involved with different things like community outreach or um, we're going to have another diversity panel discussion coming up with CSF, the organization I'm in, um, on the Women's Council. I'm actually going to be a panelist. So I think that the industry is starting to open their eyes and realize it's not enough anymore. you got to open this door and give new opportunities because you're running out of people. Because at one point there was a shortage on manpower in the industry. So, you know, just like I said, checking out the box isn't enough anymore, and I think they're starting to realize that. So that's something I have noticed a difference in in this industry. That is so awesome, 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 especially with all the money um, coming down with the, with the infrastructure bills and everything. So it sounds like that uh, the industry and everyone is working together to get these opportunities and the exposure and, and collaborating um, to get the work done. Commercial break, Ms. Dominique McNeil, and come back and talk more about what you have going on and, of course, coming up, the initiative that we are supporting you on and the different things that you have going on in this Dominique world under Napwick's umbrella after this commercial break. Hi, I'm Vicki Antonio. 
I'm part of the South Florida chapter of the National Association of Black Women in Construction, and we are excited to celebrate women in construction. What I'm most proud of about being a part of this organization is that we are a conglomerate of women who are doing great things to expand not only ourselves, but our local communities and beyond. Why it's important to support this organization is because, you know the saying, is that when you support a woman, you support a nation. So my name is Vicki Antonio. Please join us to celebrate Women in Construction. Okay, once on that week news you can absolutely use. We have our Congressional Black Caucus event that we love to attend every year during this time of the year in Washington, D.C. It is our National uh, National NAVWIC strategic meetings that we hold this time during Washington, D.C. We all will get in town at the end of this month um, in September and have our our board meetings and our organization meetings of moving the organization forward, strategic planning. So if you want your voice heard, please go to Eventbrite and register to show up for our meetings. And as well as we will have a reception on that Thursday night at the City Club in Washington, D.C., where you can also go register for that event on event our NAP Week News that you can absolutely use this morning on NAPA Talk. Great, and you're back on NABWIC Talks with our special guest, member Dominique McNeil. So some NABWIC news that you can absolutely use. You want to go and register for our mid-year meetings. We call, we'd love to go up to D.C. in September for the Black Confessional Caucus meeting. So we bring you to the table. It's your job to get the rest of it done. We do have our reception that you are more than welcome to come to. And, of course, all of our members, we have our members meeting and board meeting, of course, during that time. You definitely want to go and register on Eventbrite and get your hotel booked. If you need more information, you can always go to our website at www.navwick.org and engage and get those questions, and we will get those answers straight to you. Okay. So back to Ms. Dominique, pleasure, Dominique, to also sit in and work and hear you um, working on the education committee. I know that this is another initiative very dear to your heart and you're very hands-on. And we all know if you are not ready, that's okay, Dominique's steamship is going to keep on rolling on through. <laughs> rolling on through. So, Dominique, what Exciting endeavors that you have on the horizon in the education committee that you are working on or a part of. Um, well, lately I've been bringing in people, different people for you know presentations. We just had Felix Colazzo with Junior Achievement to come and speak on the construction pre-apprenticeship program that they will be kicking off with ABC Cares Foundation. Um, so that was the latest. I just met, talked with someone. Bridget Booker will be bringing her in. She's with Rain Construction from up north, um, potentially a new member as well, but she'll be coming in, and she's passionate about education and different things as well. So we'll have a couple of more presentations coming up. But um, outside of that, um, I have did 
the raising money for the alumni, as you mentioned. Um, I do a lot of mentoring back and forth, so I bring that into the education committee as well, um, offering different trainings. So that is what we do have coming up. So you guys will have to come check it out and see what more presentations we'll, we'll have. We definitely will. And if you do not remember our new to NABWIC, the education committee meetings are every Tuesday morning at 930. So you want to keep that on your calendar or set yourself a reminder. We love to have you join us. And then, um, Ms. Dominique, I think you guys do the presentations also on those Tuesdays at 9.30, and sometimes if it's a, a, a big one, maybe on Saturday morning. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. Perfect, perfect. Um, shout out to everyone over there working diligently on NABWIC's National Education Committee meeting every Tuesday morning. Manager and a leader in a, you know, a male-dominant industry, which the faces are changing, so we'll have to check the stats on that. <laughs> but I, I already know we would love to think our numbers are catching up quickly as, as females. But what do you believe is your greatest and how do you use it to accomplish goals or work successfully with others? I would have to say my communication and the fact that I'm observing. Um, I noticed that communication is a struggle in this industry. Um, my subcontractors take a great liking to me, and that's something they always compliment me on because um, I'm very active with them. I don't take the whole, you know, I'm the general contractor, I'm your boss, you know, type of role. I work with them as we're partners. We're in this together. So, you know, I'm, whatever you need me to do to help support you, you're the expertise in this field. I hired you for a reason. So I take on that approach. I'm observing to them. So when I see that, I speak to everyone. You know, I don't just walk by them type of thing. And I think that has made a major difference um, with the people I work with, and they've made comments. They're so used to, especially GCs, as, you know, I'm the project manager, and you respect me, just do what I tell you doing as that. I don't I don't like that approach and I don't take that. And as well as my attitude, failure is not an option for me. So whatever I gotta do to get the day done, that's what we're gonna do. So I think those things about me has allowed me to progress and be successful in this industry, especially being a male dominated field. Those things help me to reach out and build a relationship with others. Yes indeed. Being laser being focused, I love it, I love it and you can hear that. Uh so are there any resources or even advice? Because, you know, you can only be you. And sometimes I know we like that, you know, it's all with what a person has within themselves. If you have the light up under your bottom to get you going. So, Dominique, we already know you have that light lit. Yours is always burning at 100, whether you're creating or hands-on doing doing the work or going grassroots, grab, grabbing the people and hurting them into to, you know, what um, is a great opportunity or to the light, shall we like to say. So outside of you being you and naturally having the bug to get up and go and do, are there any resources or advice that you received along your journey that could that you want to share that could be helpful to others? Well, okay, as my resource, and I don't push this off on anyone, but I have to give honor where it's due, and that's to God himself and his son, Jesus. My faith is what has allowed me to get thus far because I'm not going to see here like it's rainbows and butterflies every day. It's not easy, especially being a black woman in America in 2022. 
But my faith has gotten me thus far, and it's going to take me the rest of the way. Now, as far as advice goes, the one thing I realized coming into this industry is that I wish I would have known anyway is not to set any expectations, which I live in my personal life that way. You learn you don't set expectations because it leads to disappointment. And I had, you know, come into the industry fresh and brand new. You know, I'm all hype. Oh, it's going to be great. And, you know, these people are different, this and that. But I had to realize, like, mm -mm, it's the same thing that you deal with every day. It's just for world. It's, It's in the construction industry. So I had to take that out of my head and to be able to move forward with it. But like I said, my faith gets me through. So I've had my support system, my prayer warriors. I have those that I've met along the way that see me and see what I'm passionate about. And they just lend encouraging words. So it's always nice to have those type of people around. And I let them know that I appreciate them because people don't never really know what you're dealing with mentally or what you're dealing with in your life. And sometimes just those encouraging words, a text message or a call or just, you know, you're doing a great job, you know, it helps to get through on whatever you're dealing with. So I would definitely say as far as that advice goes, don't set expectations because it definitely will lead to disappointment, but make sure this is something that you really want to do because my passion is what keeps me going outside of my faith that, that strives me. I love it, love it, love it. Listen, if you did not go and get your notebook, as I always usually say at the beginning of the show, I know you are running to find your pen and paper now because Ms. Dominique McNeil is dropping golden nuggets on your head top this morning. Listen, and also if you want to join the conversation, hit one on your phone. Do not be shy. Ms. Ursula, of course, will let you in the studio with no problem. And with that being said, Ms. Dominique, I will not hog you all to myself. I know that Ms. Ursula is jumping off of her seat. If not, Ms. Jackie Perry is. So, ladies, your mics are open. Ms. Jackie Perry, you're welcome to join in the conversation this morning with Ms. Dominique McNeil. And, of course, Ms. Ursula. Oh, good morning, so, Jada. Good morning. Hey, good morning uh, to Ursula and our special guest and our master riddle, Ms. Ann McNeil. I'm just so honored to be here on the call and in the studio with you all today. And to hear from uh, Dominique Mo- uh, McNeil, I've had an opportunity to rub shoulders with uh, Dominique on a few occasions as she's gone about doing her many, many uh, endeavors in support of the NABWIC vision, and I want to say thank you so much for that, uh, Dominique, and you're not afraid to just get in there and grab the bull by the horns and just hold on, like you said, until it's done. But I do have a question for you. You talked about the why uh, a little bit earlier, uh, why you do some of the things that you do, and I want to go back a little bit further, and you may have answered this question on your first interview with us a few months back, but um, so you graduated with a degree, I believe, in construction engineering. Is that correct? Correct, from Florida A&M University. Yeah. So I'm curious as to why that particular field of study. Uh, what made you choose that? And um, are you happy that you did, or would you have done something differently based on where you are now? Definitely wouldn't have done anything different. I feel like it was definitely the best choice for me, but 
I mean, I could take it all the way back. My dad is a jack of all trades. He has he can do anything, work on cars, carpentry. He's done construction as well. So I used to watch him, but outside of that as a child, um, I'm from Pensacola, Florida. My parents used to drive us by Bayview Park along Scenic Highway. Um, that's where a lot of the water is and big houses. So as a kid, looking at these big houses, I'm like, who did this? Like, how did they do it? And I used to have travel with my parents a lot because my sister played basketball. So, you know, traveling around, you go across a lot of different bridges, and that was something else that intrigued me. I'm just like, who did this and how? So as I got older through school, math and science was something I always excelled in. So a couple of my teachers in high school, I remember my physics honor teacher especially writing on my test, you need to look in the engineering. And at that point, I didn't even know what it was. And my mom used to say, you need to do engineering, you know, but when I actually did my research and realized what it was and found out that it can lead to construction, it, it was a no-brainer for me, and everything else was the past, you know, and that's what I pursued. And Sam used program, I was originally a civil engineer, and, you know, I like calculation, this and that, but I felt like a zombie, and I didn't know exactly what it is I was going to do in my career. But when I switched over to the construction engineering technology program at Florida A&M, it was everything for me, from the teaching to the guidance to it was like a family setting. The teachers, the professors, they take you on like you are their child, and they prepare you. They they gave me real deal on what I was to expect when I came out here, so I was prepared. And it was everything for me. So, no, I can't say I would never regret doing that. I think that was the best thing for me, and I'm happy with my choice even to this day. Wow. Well, thank you. And your voice resonates that. Sounds like you really are. Uh, so, again, <laughs> Thank you so much. Good morning. This is Ursula. And Jackie, I'm so sorry. I clicked the button a little bit too soon. She was trying to say thank you. (laughs) But I had a question, too. Um, You mentioned that, you know, your faith is what has brought you through in a lot of cases. And it reminded me, and I know this is a different kind of question, um, when I was coming through corporate America, it was taboo to talk about religion and politics, you know, it was just purely what is the job and how do you get the job done. How has that changed and how do you navigate that those waters? Um, it's actually still the same way. I don't like to talk politics and I don't talk about my religion at work. Now, they ask me. You know, people ask me sometimes, like, how's your day going? I have said, you know, I'm blessed and highly favored, you know, type thing. I don't feel like that's pushing off on you or my job what I can do. But I have to stand true to who I am. And that's one thing I pride myself on. When I came into this industry, in this corporate world, coming from where I come from, that was one thing I was concerned about, having to fake who I am or put on this persona to make it day by day. And, I thank God I haven't had to do that. I can look in the mirror and say I stand true to who I am every day, and my faith is a part of what gets me through. So I don't push it off on anybody, and I make that known. I'm I'm never going to push it on anybody. It's your choice what you choose to do. I don't bring it in on my job type thing. It's not a conversation I have at work. But if you ask me, I'm going to tell you because I have no shame about my God because he has no shame about me. So I, I don't bring it in to, to answer you to cross up so it doesn't interfere with it. But I'll be honest with you, I've had a conversation with one of my managers, and, you know, it was a tough situation I was dealing with. 
And, you know, he was like, you're going to be okay. I said, I know I'm going to be okay. I said, I have faith and it's going to be all right. So, you know, I, I make it known. They know. <laughs> but, you know, again, it doesn't interfere with my job. It's not a conversation that we have to have there. So we're not crossing the line. We keep boundaries, per se. But I don't have any shame in who I believe in and who gets me up every day. It's it's funny that you say that because um, my secret code, and even to this day, is I don't talk about it very much, but I am a very spiritual person. But I would say it as in my grandmother said I'm a blessed child. So if this is a bad situation, this too shall pass. If it's good, well, I'm a blessed child and I deserve it. So, But that's when I'm basically telling you that there's something down there that's a, that's a little deeper than what I talk about on a day-to-day basis. And, and you just sparked my interest just because I don't know what it is. It was just the timing. Um, but I appreciate your comment. Back to you, Jada. No problem. Well, well thank you so much. Dominique, you are such a superstar. The phone lines are blowing up and everybody want to get there comments in. Um, what do you wish you had known when you first started out is one of the questions uh, one of our listeners just texted. Um, well, I think I kind of touched on it earlier. Um, not to state the expectation because, yeah, uh, I definitely bust my own head with that one. Um, you know, again, being a black woman in America, you know, it comes with its stripes, you know, going against men as well as the different race, the issues, the hatred in this country, you know, but that's your everyday world. I had to have that conversation with my manager to help him understand, you know, the the struggle that it is because I, I am an ambassador for the black recruit within my company, so we have to have these conversations. But, you know, I was thinking, you know, this company is going to be great, you know, and, you know, I'm sure everybody understands and this and that, but they don't. And it's not always a necessary thing like it's on purpose. Some people are ignorant right. to the things that different cultures uh, fear or what they deal with or what they don't like or what's, you know, offensive type thing. So that was something that it opened my eyes, and I learned to have those uncomfortable conversations with them to allow them to see, you know, because they don't know until you tell them type thing. So it has went all the way up to my senior or executive vice president. You know, even when the George Floyd thing situation went down, I had to really look in the mirror, and it was late night, 9 o'clock at night. I ended up sending an email. And at the end of it, I told him, you know, you may want to fire me, but I have to look myself in the mirror every day, so I have to be real with you and tell you, you know, that it bothered me that my company had not stood up. And they respected it, and they did. Within 12 hours, it was a post, email, everything across the board had them switched up. But it was because I, I stood up, I took a chance, and, you know, made a difference. I spoke my truth, you know. I took that expectation. I came in out, and I washed that away, and I brought myself back down. Hey, everybody doesn't know, and you can't expect that. And that's why I was disappointed. But, you know, when you open your mouth, you come in wanting to make some change and willing to work with it and be a part of that, then you can make some difference in this industry. Because, you know, back in the day, somebody had to be Rosa Parks, Dr. Martin Luther King, or Harriet Tubman. Somebody has to do it. So, like I tell my fellow colleague in Black Resource Group that we're in, somebody has to be that sacrificial lamb, and that's going to be us. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> truth. 
come usually right behind you on that horse with my flag coming with my HBCU spirit. So I definitely <laughs> understand that energy there, Dominique. And, yes, we love you, love you, love you for taking the risk. <laughs> Some of us would like to call a risk. But, you know, standing up and being who you every day, all day in, in Dominique's world. It's a beautiful thing. So we love you, and thank you for being one of our newest members. But you're not even a new member no more. You're like you're, you're like the bomb in that way. So <laughs> we're at the top of the hour. So the last time you were on the show, you shared with us that you read you were reading a book by um, Joyce Myers called Me and My Big Mouth <laughs> that goes to the point of what we just talked about. <laughs> Always sharing and standing up. So share with us what your current book, uh, favorite book is or what you're reading now, or are you going back and forth uh, to to reading uh, Me and My Big Mouth still? <laughs> um, I actually finished that book. Um, I am currently reading Viola Davis' book, Finding Me, um, and it's a very good book. Um, outside of growing a new respect for her, but – I love to, I take time to reevaluate my life where I'm at, you know, all the time. I'm always trying to progress, be a better person. I I have a problem with being stagnant. So her book allows me to reflect on my own personal life. So I think that's a definitely good read for anyone who's looking for a book. Viola Davis, find it. Wow, love it, love it, love it. And I think I seen the other day, Violet, she has a new movie coming out, a great inspirational black female yeah. in the entertainment industry. So, yes, we love this Violet Davis. Okay, well, we, like I said, we're at the top of the hour wrapping up the show. Is there anything you would like to share as in a message, uh, a tip, or and then also leave the audience with how they can reach Ms. Dominique Mill? But um, anything you would like to leave the audience? Any closing remarks? Um, yes. Um, feel free to reach out for information on the collaborative initiative that's coming up. I am incorporating a different organization I'm in. That'll be October 1st. Also, I was just awarded as honoree for the Black Dress and Blueprint, um, which is also with Rebuilding Together that's doing that initiative. That'll be October 19th. And we will have some more outreach coming up with the Girls Coordinating Council of Broward. I'm working with Dr. Sear on that. So keep a lookout for that information. And, oh, and also to reach me, I was going to say you can reach me by phone, 954-205-6217, and, or my email, which is my name, dominique.mcneil at whiting-turner.com. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So what we'll do is make sure on those last three initiatives, we also will go ahead and copy the link under your show um, edit and maybe that'll help direct traffic um, directly to you and your organization and your initiatives. We know that you're going to do great things and, of course, accomplish those goals that you set out for yourself. Ms. Dominique Bunnell, it's been an awesome NAVWIC Talk show with you this morning. We hope to have you back. Giving us another update here soon. <laughs> but until next week, our audience, we love you and we thank you always for listening in and joining us every Wednesday morning at 8.30 a.m., getting the resources and the information to escalate and elevate your life, your business, and your world. And that we talk. Until next Wednesday at 8.30 a.m., have a beautiful day. 
This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.